0: These are my top 10 Christian fiction books that I've read in the last year. They haven't necessarily come out in 2019, but they were new to me when I read them. In my previous video, I gave you a rundown of all the Christian fiction books that I've read this year and the ratings. And now I'm going to talk a little bit more detail about my top 10, which are the ones that I rated 5 out of 5 stars. I'm not going to count them down or put them in any particular order, because they're all quite different genres and it would be really hard to pick a favourite. One of the first books that I read in 2019 was The Mark of the Raven by Morgan L. Bussey. This story follows Celine Ravenwood who is part of a great house or family that has the ability to dreamwalk. This means that she is able to go into other people's dreams and explore their deepest fears and desires. In this first book we see her come into her gift and receive training on how to use it. This is the first book in the Ravenwood saga which is a Christian fantasy series. There are Christian undertones in the religion and spirituality. Lady Selene is a follower of the Dark Lady but she later encounters people who follow the light. I enjoyed learning about her supernatural gifting and the difficult choices that it forced her to make. Later in the year I also read the second book in the series which is Flight of the Raven and I also rated that 5 out of 5 stars. In this book we get to experience more of the world and the different kingdoms. As the story progresses Céline learns more about her gift and the spiritual forces at work in the world and we get to see how her different relationships grow and change. The Christian symbolism in this series is fantastic but it's totally embedded in the story so you never feel like you're being preached at. This book built to a dramatic crescendo and now I really want to read the next book Cry of the Raven which comes out next year. Back at the beginning of the year I also read The Masterpiece by Francine Rivers. This book follows successful artist Roman who is haunted by his past. He is secretly the notorious graffiti artist The Bird and that secret could destroy his career. Grace is also wrestling with her own past. After a disastrous marriage, she vowed never to let love steal her dreams again. But as they have to spend time together, both their lives are changed. I loved how complex the characters were in this book. They both had issues with their past. I enjoyed seeing how God worked within their lives, as well as how their relationship developed throughout the book. Dear Mr Knightley is a book that came out a few years ago by Catherine Ray. The story follows Samantha who has survived for years in the foster care system by hiding behind the characters she reads about in her books. After college she receives an amazing opportunity. The anonymous Mr Knightley offers her a scholarship to study for a graduate degree in journalism. The only condition is that she must write to him regularly with updates on her progress. Whilst studying there Samantha meets and begins to trust Alex but he has secrets of his own. I love the characters in this book, the story has more grit to it than you might suspect from the cover. I think many of us could identify with Sam when we were younger when she hides behind the characters in in books rather than showing people her real self. Thank God that he sets us free to be ourselves. Book number five is The Secrets of Paper and Ink by Lindsay Harrell. This book follows Sophia who is a trained counsellor who is trying to come to terms with the death of her fiancé, She travels to Cornwall to work at a bookshop run by Ginny, who is struggling to keep it afloat, especially after her husband left her to go and find himself. In the bookshop, Sophia finds a notebook, supposedly written by a woman called Emily, who lived as a governess in 1856, and who harboured a desire to be an authoress. Sophia feels like if she can find out who Emily was and what happened to her, she can find some healing in her own story. I love this book. I was really drawn into the characters' lives, their struggles and their different relationships. The story is written as a dual time period romance, set in the present day and in the 1850s in Cornwall in a place called Port Willis. I enjoyed the way that the different perspectives wove together and kept the plot moving forward. This is a story about hope and restoration after suffering and I found it inspiring. Book 6 is Far Side of the Sea by Kate Breslin. This is a World War 1 espionage romance which follows Colin Maybury. He receives a message from Jules Reyer, a woman he once loved but who he believed to be dead. He travels to France to answer her summons, but when he arrives there, he finds that it was really sent by her sister, Johanna, who believes that Jewel is alive and in danger. The plot of this book kept me guessing throughout. I was never sure who was lying or how the romance would end. The book explores topics of prayer and finding faith. I love the different European settings and the characters were complex. Book seven is Castle on the Rise by Christy Cambram. This is the second book in the Lost Castle series. It follows three women in different time periods in Ireland. In the present day, Lainey travels to Ireland to help her friend whose family has just inherited a mysterious castle and manor house. The other time periods take in the 1916 Easter uprising in Dublin and the revolutionary era of the 18th century. I found this book to be a dramatic mix of three intertwining stories. There were many cliffhangers as we jump between different time periods. It's a good mix of fast pacing and descriptive language. I enjoyed this one even more than the first one, but I recommend reading them in order because the present day story follows on from the first book in this one. The 8th book I have to show you is The Healer's Apprentice by Melanie Dickerson. This is another older book, it's the first book in the Hagenheim series. All the books in the series are retellings of fairy tales and this one is Sleeping Beauty. The story follows Rose, who has been appointed the healer's apprentice in Hagenheim Castle. When she tends for Lord Hamlin, she starts to fall for him, but that would be completely forbidden as he is already betrothed to someone else. I loved the medieval setting. The style is sweet and easy to read. I enjoyed the relationship between the main characters and the dilemmas that they each faced. Then in the autumn I read The Number of Love by Rosanna M. White, This World War I romance follows Margot, who is a codebreaker in the secretive room 40, where she deciphers intercepted messages. There she meets Drake, who is a spy who comes back wounded from Spain. This story blends together romance, mathematics and espionage. Margot is an interesting character, given that she thinks so much in numbers, but finds it really hard to give in to her own heart. The last book is one that I've just read recently and that is Orphan Song by Gillian Bronte Adams. This is a Christian fantasy. It follows Birdie who is an orphan. She can hear music that no one else seems to hear. One day she sings the song that she hears and it draws an enemy soldier to come and capture her. This starts her on a journey to find out who she really is and what power a song keeper really holds. I love this book. I think it has the potential to become my new favourite Christian fantasy series. It was full of action and mystery, and I'm curious to know how the story is going to continue. Thank you for listening to the Christian Faith and Fiction podcast. If you would like more information, you can click the link in the description. Don't forget to subscribe on your podcast app to make sure you catch the next episode.